Welcome to Just the Taste. I'm Scott Curry with Chef's Best. We gather to talk about the trends in marketing, retail, and production in food and beverage that are shaping the industry. Today, we speak with Ryan Lopez, a chef unlike any we have spoken with before. Based now in the Bay Area, Ryan is a private chef, most notably for the NBA Finals MVP, Kevin Durant of the Golden State Warriors, having worked with him for many years dating back to Oklahoma City. A graduate from Schoolcraft College with an AS in Culinary Art, Ryan has also worked with NBC Sports, Whole Foods, Veggie Bullet, and many others within the food industry. Ryan, welcome to the podcast. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, pleasure to be here. Great. Uh, so, you know, I know you're a man of vast talents. Um, you know, perhaps the highest profile is is the work that you you do as part of Kevin Durant's team. And we'll dig into that a little bit deeper in a moment. But uh, take us a little bit on the path and how you got to where you are today, Ryan. Yeah, so I started out um, as a busboy when I was about 16 years old and um, was always sneaking back in the kitchen and grabbing bread and tasting soup. And I uh, was very interested into into cooking and more so or less the chefs and how they operated and how they yelled sometimes and was just interested in it. I played sports, um, so I was very much uh, involved in my body and what I ate and had that, um, you know, kind of nutritional background when I was young or trying to find it at least. Um, and then after uh, high school, I decided to go to culinary school and this is what I wanted to do. And I, I guess when you're 18 years old, you sometimes just, I think you give things a shot and I just gave it a shot. Um, and I did really well at it and I enjoyed it and I loved the, um, creativity of it and the work ethic and, um, everything about it. I enjoyed, I loved going to school every single day. Um, so yeah, so we did that. I did that, uh, and after school, I uh, started working at various jobs. Um, I started working. I was an executive chef at a country club. I worked at, uh, at Michael Simon's restaurant called Roast. I was a line cook there. Um, I worked at a church every Sunday morning, Saturday and Sunday morning uh, at 5 a.m. and did member, members breakfast, which was some of the best things that I've ever, you know, best times that I've ever had. Um, and then after that, I, uh, I got a call, uh, from, uh, my culinary director at Schoolcraft College in, in Livonia, Michigan, uh, where I went to school. And he asked me if I wanted to cook, um, uh, for this man. And I go into his office and he points up at the, uh, I want to say 98 Olympic team or 2002 Olympic team. I can't remember. And, uh, yeah, it was 2002. And he points up and he says, do you know this man? I said, yeah, I know this guy. He's Kevin Durant. He says, you want to cook for him? I said, I says, yeah, you know, I'll give it a try. Why not? So, uh, not the, I, it was not that night, but it was the, uh, night, two nights after that, I, uh, I drove out to Akron, Ohio and I cooked for, uh, and I was 22 years old, 20, 21, about to be 22. And I went out there and I cooked for uh, Kevin and uh, LeBron James and a few of the Heat guys, uh, about eight players in total. And a, a few other guys were, were in there. And um, 
yeah, that, that was a, that's a whole nother story in itself, how that went down and that went really well. And, uh, yeah, a lot of fun, man. A lot of fun. I guess that's how I got started in a, in a kind of a, a short, short story version of it. Wow. Well, we'll keep it short, but I, I have to ask, what did, what did you cook for those fellas? That yeah. Time? I guess I should. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, <laughs> you're not getting off that hook. Yeah, I guess I, yeah, I, I, I put you on hook there. Um, so yeah, uh, I started out. Um, so I drove there with a lot of goodies. I will not lie on that. I was very prepared. I had a cooler, um, in my in my uh, in my trunk, um, with uh, man, you would even different types of oils I had in there. Um, cause I was going to make, I made a, uh, walnut vinaigrette and an apple cider vinaigrette, um, for the salads. But anyways, it, it was a football day and, um, they were all watch. we were all watching football and, uh, we made, uh, we, we made some, uh, jerk shrimp. We made some chicken wings. We made some, uh, um, some sweet potatoes for dinner, some sweet potatoes potato mash, really soul food coming out, but then kind of showing them a little healthier version of soul food and, and, and kind of what we can do, you know, a nice quinoa salad. We did nice uh, sauteed spinach with uh, chicken apple sausage. So stuff that's familiar, but also uh, a little bit of spin on it. Wow. So, and, and Kevin, as I understand, Kevin Durant just kidnapped you in the spot right there. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, I went out to Oklahoma City, no no lie, in uh, – well, this is actually how it happened. So I went out to uh, to see Oklahoma. I wanted to know, you know, if this is a place where I wanted to live. So uh, a week later, I went out to Oklahoma and, you know, talked with Kevin, met with him a little bit. The first inter meeting wasn't – we didn't really talk much. You know, I didn't really talk to anybody much. You know, I just, you know, put my head down and worked and, you know, said hello to some of the guests there and you know um but yeah so th- this next one i i flew out there and we um you know we we kind of talked a little bit i cooked for him for four days personally you know breakfast lunch and dinner uh just kind of make sure that the fit was right and make sure that you know i was you know oklahoma was a place for me and that you know kevin was someone that i wanted to work for and uh it all worked out so after that week uh it was probably about five days later i moved out to oklahoma city so within two weeks i was gone wow so do you so i'm 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 trying to imagine what your day is like now or do you so i guess an opening question would be do, do you cook all of kevin's meals or is it just during specific events um I mean, I guess another way of asking that is, what percentage of the food that he puts in his body is coming from you? Yeah, I mean, it, it all varies between different private chefs. I, I, you know, I know uh, a lot of private chefs uh, who work for athletes, and it all differs on, um, I guess, what their what their kind of client wants and their needs and their goals and things like that. Um, with Kevin, I would, I, I cook, uh, breakfast. I, I, so it differs. So in, in the summertime, I'm cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. Um, and during the season, it differs. So when he's on the road, we offer, we give him a snack bag and we give him, you know, we tell him things to eat, things 
things he can and cannot eat. And Kevin's, you know, very, uh, very mindful of what he puts in his body and very smart and um, with his decisions and knows, uh, you know, his ultimate goals are going to come with uh, his performance and his body's going to be a part of that. Um, so he, he's very smart when he's on the road, uh, but we offer, we do give him vitamins and, uh, snacks for the road. Um, and then during the game, during, uh, days where he's home, um, I'll either do breakfast, lunch, and dinner or lunch and dinner. And then game days are different too. Game days will be, um, we do, he goes to practice at nine in the morning, gets home at um, 12, we do uh, a light snack from one to two o'clock. And then we do a, uh, a lunch, a pregame lunch at four o'clock, four to four thirty, And then he uh, is on the road. They do offer snacks and little, little protein stuff at the, uh, or B12 or coconut water, stuff like that at the facility, or he could eat it. He could eat a light snack again at the facility. And then he comes home around 11 o'clock on game day. And then we, we do a, a, a hot meal for him at 11 o'clock. So you, you play, I mean, it's a pretty significant role. I mean, you're literally providing fuel for one of, you know, in, in my opinion, one of the you know, top athletes in the world in, in, in any sport. Um, do you work with his nutritionist? Or, or other kind of performance coaches uh, to craft these meals? Um, yes, I, I will say yes. Um, the meals are what I, how I kind of go about it is, is what, of our, what are our goals? What do we need to achieve? And that all differs throughout the season. Um, so there's always hurdles that we have to go over. Last year we got hurt. So um, – mm. For example, last year we got hurt. Um, we noticed uh, the nutritionist and I noticed that there was there was a correlation between inflammation and gluten intake. So there was a high level of gluten, um, a high level of inflammation, which kind of usually means that you're gluten intolerant. Um, so during that stay, we took off all gluten. We started eating uh, <clears throat> less carbs to watch his weight because he was not sitting around for a month, but essentially he's not on the basketball court for a month. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of have to, you know, get into getting the gear there. Uh, we got to really understand what we're putting in our body. Um, and we've got to really watch our carbs. And in, that, in our case, for Kevin's case, his gluten intake. Um, but yeah, we, to answer your question, yes, we work with a sports nutritionist. Um, some of the ath- other athletes that I, uh, we, we work with, uh, myself and uh, a sous chef that I have, his name's Chef John, uh, we work with dietitians as well. Uh, so dietitians and nutritionists are someone that uh, people that we kind of uh, talk closely with. Uh, the menu, I would say, and what I cook is designed 100% by me um, because, you know, I don't want to just serve. Um, a piece of grilled chicken all the time, like they sometimes people suggest. Uh, so I like to try to get uh, creative and make my food taste good, and um, you know, keep this uh, this performance ability going, but with also you know not always eating, um, I guess, salads all the time. That can get very uh, boring and strenuous. Salads with quinoa and. You know, I want to, you know, I want to 
still still be creative and still cook what I want to cook. And I do, I marry that. I marry that very well. And I, I'm, I'm very fortunate. Right. So it's, it, it literally, it sounds like a full-time job, um, you know, need to procure the ingredients and, um, and everything. I, one more question about kind of the, the performance aspect of it. Um, Cause we hear, you know, I think the infamous example being, Tom Brady's avocado ice cream. I mean, we know that a lot of these athletes have, um, you know, certain philosophies um, with, it sounds like yours is quite balanced, but maybe coming from the standpoint of advice for an athlete, what are the, what are the boxes that you like to check uh, in order to ensure that, you know, someone of Kevin's caliber or any, anyone that's active, um, you know, what, what, what's kind of the compass, I guess, that, that you would recommend uh, that someone would, should follow? Yeah, I mean, I think it differs from every athlete and personally every sport and your goals, right? So, for example, uh, a football player, an offensive lineman might want to be gaining some weight. Or, you know, for example, uh, Donald Penn for the Oakland Raiders this year, he wanted to lose some weight because he wanted to be quicker and lighter on his feet when he was um, – when he was five pounds less than his weight last year, um, he felt quicker. He felt faster. He felt stronger, all those things. Um, so it all differs, but I guess the, uh, you know, a roundabout compass I would say is that I think that the athletes have to start, uh, eating four to five meals a day, whether they're trying to lose weight, maintain or gain weight. Um, I would also say that, you know, vitamins and um, either smoothies or juices are going to be a huge part of that. Um, I think that water, water intake is a huge part. And what we do a lot with uh, Kevin's water is we put electrolyte powder in Kevin's water. And then also um, um, things that he are, he may be deficient in um, that, you know, that on that scan that we did that quarter. So let, let's say he's deficient in magnesium. We might put a uh, half scoop of magnesium in his shake or water um, and use that. Or we might use fresh pressed juice um, to fill those voids like magnesium or fiber or potassium or BC or uh, B12 or things like that. Um, so I would say, you know, make sure you're drinking a lot of fluids, a lot of water and make sure you're eating on a regular basis um, foods that really will help fuel you. Wow. So they're really, truly fine-tuned machines when you when you think about it. Um, moving on from, from a little bit of your work with Kevin, uh, what else is it that you're involved in? Um, I said I imagine it's, it's, it's a bit of a full-time job, but talk to a little bit about some of the other work that you've done lately. Yeah, so uh, we do a lot of work with uh, some other athletes in the Bay Area. Um, we also, um, so names of that will be Amir Khan. He's a boxer. He was an Olympic boxer uh, a few years back. Um, Andre Farfelli, he is another boxer. Donald Penn um, for the Oakland Raiders. We've done some uh, cooking for, 
And he's the one where I just explained, he's trying to lose a little bit of weight to be quicker and lighter and faster on his feet. Great person. He's a great guy. Um, personality, great. Um, and an awesome, awesome offensive line. I'm talking, he's one of the best in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Gabe Holmes, who's a rookie for the Oakland Raiders. Um, he was looking to gain a little weight. He plays tight end. And he, uh, we've been doing a little bit of meal prep for him. Um, we stopped, you know, the, these guys, they stopped doing meal. They stopped doing, uh, uh, you know, we consult for them now. They do, uh, they have camp. So while they're in camp, uh, they kind of are there all day. So uh, we, we kind of shift a little bit. And they kind of just consult with us and uh, figure out, you know, what's what should we be eating, what should we be consuming, this and that. So you've come a long way since you were a busboy, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's funny. My mom, my mom got me that job, and my mom, um, she she just she just quit there, and uh, probably about four, probably about five years ago, she quit there, and. Uh, she hated it up there when she left. So, um, I, maybe I'm glad I got out and, uh, uh you know, everything, everything's a blessing nowadays and, uh, just stay positive about things. And, uh, yeah, move forward and work hard and you'll get there. Yeah. And, it, and you're, you're giving back a little bit too, as I understand it. Um, yeah. Almost Alliance is a group you've supported. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah. It's, I, I think it's just something that, um, I enjoy doing. Um, it's from my heart. Um, I don't, I rarely, uh, give too much money. You know, sometimes I might give some money. Sometimes I, most of the time I don't, I, I, I look at, um, relationships and talking to people and putting smiles on people's faces through what I do. Um, trying to give people an impact through food a new experience through food, a new technique on how to cook something or just everyday life skills. Um, the homeless Alliance is, uh, just, you know, it's, that, that was a great, a great place to be, uh, when I was out there in Oklahoma city, we also did stuff for the regional food bank, boys and girls club, um, YSOC, which is a youth, youth program, foster kids, so a lot of things for the youth uh, is kind of where I like to like to help out if I can. Um, yeah, I just you know it's just always been a part of me. Is um, I don't even call it giving giving back, you know, or anything like I don't you know I don't. It's not that for me. It's just something that I I think everyone should do out of the kindness of their heart. Um, if you know if they have the means to do it and the time to do it, there's a lot of people out there that are less fortunate than you and don't have your skill set or don't have your money. Um, so it, it's just something I think that, you know, there's, there should be a little bit more in the world of. Very cool. Very cool. Um, so I'm not, I'm not an asshole chef. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Um, so I, a couple, couple quick rapid fire questions for you. You ready? All right. Let's we'll start. We'll start with a real easy one. How many NBA championships is Kevin going to win under your direction? Um, six. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, I think that passes Jordan. So you're you're on the record. There we uh, go. 
what is Kevin's kind of palate and preference and favorite meal you've cooked for him? Um, yeah, so a, a little bit of palate changes. Uh, I remember a few years back, we were really into Japanese food. Um, you know, we're still kind of there loving Japanese food. I think there's a huge trend right now into Korean food. So usually a little bit more Asian ingredients. I would say like a miso glazed uh, sea bass or miso glazed uh, black cod, something like along those lines, um, keeping it probably healthier with some brown rice and maybe some baby bok choy. Wow. Um, have you ever cooked a meal for Kevin that he didn't like and did he tell you? Um, I, I have. I have. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I think uh, there's always this, you know, I don't think everyone's going to love everything that you make all the time everybody's palate is different and everybody is subjective to, um, I guess your food. So no one's going to be able to make, uh, no one's going to, not everyone's going to love your food. Um, but yeah, I remember when I first started, um, I made some Brussels sprouts and, uh, quickly found out that Kevin doesn't like Brussels sprouts. So, um, (laughs) yeah, you know, it's, it's sometimes a learning curve. You know, if I were to, uh, you know, for the listeners, if I were to come into your home, um, I might not know exactly what you like or don't like the first, you know, couple weeks or month or so. So it's just kind of feeling one another out and getting to know one another and then moving forward from there. Sure. So it, it, because she's very visible, uh, and I know you have before, I'm sure, uh, Kevin's mom is visiting tomorrow. What are you cooking? Kevin's mom is visiting tomorrow. What am I cooking? Oh, let's come back to this. I, you know, I need time to plan for her. <laughs> no, you know what? She's a, she's a very Miss Wanda, a very sweet lady. And uh, she is a great listener and a great person to talk to. I have to say that. Um, she is who she is. Um, yeah, just I think she, she has a great heart. Um, she reminds me a lot, <clears throat> you know, just talking wise of, of my mom and um, you know, her face, uh, um, yeah, she's great. I think, uh, you know, I think she's on a little bit of a, a healthy span right now. As you can see, she looks very great on TV. Um, she would probably go for something a little bit lighter, uh, less carbs, I would say. So something like she loves fish, actually. She's a big uh, fish eater, so mm-hmm. she loves sea bass. With uh, she, she actually likes this sea bass dish that I've made her, or cod dish that I've made her, and uh, it's basically it's it's dipped in uh, some some miso, and then um, on the top there's a crust of uh, corn flakes. So I take corn flakes, uh, not the frosted flakes, but the you know the corn flakes that don't have sugar on it, um, and I blend those. And then I add some uh, sesame seeds to that, some salt and pepper. And then I just crust, put the put a crust on top of that. And then I just bake that in the oven. So it's like a baked fish, but it has a crispy crunch to it, you know, um, from the cornflakes. And uh, she, she enjoys that a lot. Wow. All right. Last one. Uh, it's game seven tomorrow in Golden State. And Steph Curry's coming over. What are you cooking for the boys? Oh, Steph Curry. Uh you know, he gets a lot from, um, he gets fed very well. I know that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So game seven, I definitely would want to make something, um, you know, a little bit, a little bit, uh, healthier, something that has a little bit of energy to it. So I definitely would, uh, 
incorporate some coconut smoothies in there for a little bit of electrolytes. Um, definitely would try to incorporate um, some sort of kale in there, whether that's a kale vinaigrette um, or some sort of uh, sauteed or braised kale, uh, which I love with a little bit of mix of spinach in there. Um, also, I really like, uh, you know, grains like quinoa or farro or couscous uh, for a little bit of carb uh, boost. Um, and then sweet potatoes are great. Um, and then for a protein, probably something lean like grilled, you know, organic chicken or uh, organic turkey, organic turkey breast. We could stuff it with like, you know, some some spinach and some, you know, make it make it like uh, spinach and uh, some artichokes and some uh, sun-dried tomatoes. Ooh, that sounds good. Uh, we could do it. <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that we can do. You know, I, you know, I, I definitely would want to keep it light and fresh and definitely have some fruit out there, some veggies out there, some, uh, some nice guacamole out there. Um, yeah. So just keep it nice and fresh. Awesome. Well, you, you handled those questions well. I won't ask you what you would cook them if they lost game seven the next day, because it doesn't, doesn't sound like you think that'll happen. Uh, Last question. How can folks get in touch with you, Ryan? I see you got a website, chefrl.com. Is that the best way? Yeah, so people can get in touch with me with uh, chefrl.com. Uh, they can also find me on Instagram at chefryan22. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on Facebook. If you want to find me on Facebook, I'm Ryan Lopez if you don't use Instagram. But um, also on Twitter, my name is rylpz22. Um, I don't tweet much, but, uh, you know, I, I do go on Instagram every now and again. And again. So if you want to say hello to me on the Instagram, uh, app, then, uh, come on, come on aboard and say hello and tell me about your favorite food or favorite experience. And we'll chat a little bit. Awesome. Well, thanks, Ryan. This has been a real, a real pleasure. Um, certainly one of the more, uh, unique jobs, I think, out there. I think, um, and it's and it's it's cool. Also, just hearing how you work your way up. Um, they probably ultimately driven by passion of, of more than anything else, uh, which is often the case with successful people. Um, so I wish you good luck. I wish you luck as a Celtics fan. I, I wish Kevin a little bit of luck <laughs> as well. And um, I, I join most of the world in enjoying watching those those guys play. And it's cool to hear from someone that's a little bit behind the scenes but plays a critical role so thanks for joining us yeah thank you for having me it was a pleasure being here and uh for all the listeners thanks for listening today and uh hope you got a little bit of insight on what i do and uh yeah definitely have a lot of passion for cooking so if you get again if you guys got any questions just let me know definitely would love to help anybody out out there great thanks a lot ryan Thank you for joining us on Just a Taste, the Chef's Best Production. Join us again next time as we talk to more experts in marketing, retail, and production in the food and beverage industry. As always, visit chefsbest.com to learn more.